Hey, what's up? This is TJP, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Mama must have knew that she raised all of your won't change Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your cousin, your nephew. It's the Don, the host. My name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to the Three Count Podcast for all of our podcast li- podcast listeners and for all those live on the book of faces welcome to the three count podcast debate show let's go down the roster introducing first he's my tag team partner he is the red dog of red dogs he is the landlord of the dog pound and he's the man that runs this show because i don't run shit i don't do shit i just talk shit ladies and gentlemen he is cliff the Red Dog Miller. Oh yeah, let's get the catchphrase. All right, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, he is my little brother, and that is the only reason he's on this show week in and week out, ladies and gentlemen. Live from his college dorm room. Sometimes we call him the Napster, sometimes we call him JJ, sometimes we even call him Josh or Joshua, but here on the Three Count Podcast, we don't even call him Q anymore. He's the Incredible Hawk Light. Hit the music! Take the sidewalks, keep me up the street. Dangerous times going on, especially dangerous times here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, even though I'm not from there. They suck, they stink, but make sure you're locked and loaded. Chitty, chitty, bang, burn everything. I mean, study every day. I see, I see you still haven't been accepted into uh, retribution, so we're just going to call you rejection. I don't want to be a part of that group. Well, Josh, Josh, you got your new name now. <laughs> Rejection. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to start calling you that now. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we're uh, kind of a couple of members here short. Uh, everyone's on vacation or just, uh, you know, wagging their dicks along. So we had to bring on somebody special. And, of course, we had to bring on the notorious, ladies and gentlemen. And when I say notorious, I mean notorious. B-R-G, Brett Ryan Goslin here on the Three Count Podcast. That's me. That's me. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm easily entertained, and I'm currently playing with a bunch of tape. So, uh, yeah. So, hey, I'm, I'm a wrestler. Imagine that. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I look 16, oh. but, you know. Oh, fun fact. For all for all the listeners, I just got rejected from the freaking liquor store yesterday after showing a valid ID. So that's where I'm at in life currently. So, oh man, well, either way, we're happy you're on, bro. Like, thanks for being on. Thanks for filling in. Uh, we got ourselves gonna have a fun show today. So let's get through some announcements, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you have not 
heard the probably, if not, so far, it's the interview of the year with the illustrious Shaw Guerrero. You need to stop this right now. And you need to listen to that episode. I don't care if you don't listen to another episode we ever do, but make sure you listen to that one. We had a Guerrero here in the three count war room and my goodness, was it a blast. So definitely go in and check that one out. Check out Willie Finesse and uh, yeah, then come back and listen to this episode after you listen to all those now entering the rings. Um, Also to remind you guys that we will be having a returning to the ring series coming uh, soon which will be bringing back some of the guests that we've already had on now entering the ring, coming back for a second time on the Royal Room. Uh, we definitely will have a notorious BRG on that one because uh, why the fuck not? <laughs> so also, if you want to support the... Uh... Me too. Eh, why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> also, if you want to support the Three Count Podcast monetarily, which means uh, through that uh, cha-ching, baby. Uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash the three count pod. Get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt. When you get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt, take a picture in it, post it on all your social medias, tag us in it. We will repost it and boom. Let's get down to business. It's now time for the Wednesday Night War Rundown. All righty. So, you know what time it is. This week, AEW and NXT went to war again uh, Wednesday night for the ratings war. And I have the results. AEW's Wednesday Night Dynamite. You are not the father. Oh, wrong show. My God. (laughs) Oh. You said you had the results. I hate you. You fell for it. You had to say, I have the results. Okay. All right, fine. I I have the numbers. AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite had brought in this week 835 viewers, which is down from last week's 886,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demo was ninth overall, um, which is a .32, which is down from last week, which was a .34. They were in third place. Now, on the other end of the war, NXT brought in 696,000 viewers, which is up um, for last week's 689,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demo was a .18, which was 38th overall, which is the same as last week. So, the winner of the war, the, the battle for this week, AEW yet again. Um, let's go through it real quick. Who do you think had the better show? Uh, we'll start with you, Cliff. Uh, then we'll go with uh, Notorious One, then JJ. Then I'll come in at the tail end. All right, really quick, man, before we get into all of this, uh, I just have to read out some of the chats that I'm getting <laughs> right now. Uh, Mr. Corey Hayes says that Chaz is one ugly bitch and that you not need to tell him what to do. And that someone should replace Chaz. And then there's a hashtag being started right now that says hashtag replace Chaz now. Uh, <laughs> wow. replace him. We look alike. <laughs> uh, also, Justin Del Rio. What's up, buddy? Uh, he says, what up, BRG? And then last but not least, 
uh, Anthony has joined us as well, and he has said that AEW is the better brand. So, AEW get his mouth. I'm sure. I'm so glad See, that's... that paycheck, that Tony Khan paycheck. Like Anthony is all about some AEW. Um, okay, so as far as the shows go, um, I do like AEW a lot better this week um, than I did uh, NXT. Um, but you know what, man? It's I'm just glad that we have like great wrestling on a Wednesday night. I will have to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm saying that's kind of about it. Just shout outs to to Wednesday night. All right, what about you, JJ? It pains me because, you know, I'm an NXT shill. You know this. Mm-hmm. NXT was boring. It bored me. So. It, he can't even say it. He can't even say it. It's in pain. It's okay. Just move on, because then Anthony's gonna be like, "Ha ha! I told you it's the better." No, actually, what he did say was to take off those stupid fucking sunglasses. He probably did tell me to say that. I mean, to do that, but no. BRG, <laughs> yo, Brett dying over here. <laughs> All right, so that's a vote for AEW in uh, Josh's column. All I right, Brett, what you got? It. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, we're supposed to watch these shows. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, we did ask BRG to be a guest on, and we we just had to run down. So we were just like, "Hey, man, you can come and talk to us if you want to." <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: I haven't watched either show um, in a while. Not gonna lie. Um, the thing is, is that I. I watched all out a few weeks ago and it was it was hard to watch after that matt hardy bump and then it just uh, i don't know uh to me neither brand has really given me a reason to go and watch i don't see any i mean the best thing that i was seeing for a bit was mjf's promos on AEW. But like it kind of, they I don't know. I've just I I haven't watched the shows in weeks. But the all out pay per view I thought it was all right. The problem was that the tone got killed as soon as Matt yeah. himself that night. Um, so you can uh, since I didn't watch both shows, I can't really give a vote on this one. But uh, I mean, yeah, I like AEW more, so I'll, I'll go with that at least. Well, to be fair, man, we kind of said this. We said this in a previous episode that we felt like All Out kind of went downhill after my, Matt Seidel's like botch on the Shooting Star Press. <laughs> after that, it just went. I really did. Like, uh, nothing's worse than trying to make a great first impression, especially like some people that like have never seen him before. For like, let's say you you left wrestling, you stopped watching it, and then you come back. And this guy's got this one freaking sick move. Imagine just like your friend telling you, oh, this guy's awesome. He's got this really sick move he's about to do. Dude climbs up. He's like, oh, here it comes. Slip off the top rope. Like, oh, man, dude. Just like, ugh. I know how much it sucks when something doesn't go as planned in a match. So I can't even imagine what was going through at that point. 
Yeah, that was that was a bad bump, man. I was like, God. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So, let's go down and let's get started with our first debate topic. Only got two topics today, so let's get right down to it. Our wonderful, and I use the term wonderful very loosely, uh, Mr. Money in the Bank. Otis is the topic of discussion this week. So, um, bringing it up, is Otis's run as Money in the Bank already a flop? That's what we're t- uh, debating today. JJ, you can go first. Then after JJ, we'll go with Cliff. Then after Cliff, we'll go with Brett. And then after Brett, we'll be myself. Okay. Let me throw some dirt in your eyes, as Toby Maguire would say. Uh, this run... Is it supposed to be a run? Because I forgot he was even the money in the bank holder. Yes, this was a flop. Um, it was used as a joke. And the worst part is there were some shows where he didn't even have the briefcase on him. So even they thought it wasn't important. If he wasn't, if, it, if you're going to, there are some shows he wasn't even on the show at all. Like he took like a two week hiatus, or whatever. It's like, well, you're the money in the bank, you know. Supposed to be important. It doesn't feel important. And you know, maybe they was gonna like, uh, you know, because Otis, his character is supposed to be like, let's be honest, he's he's supposed to be an idiot. Maybe he like cashed in on the tag titles or something. At least make the tag titles relevant. But let's be honest, they're not gonna do that. That'd be a waste too. Um, yeah, it's a flop. It's stupid. It sucks. Uh, I felt like what they should have done was with Sonya. Sonya's going to cut off Mandy's head. Instead, he gives the briefcase to uh, Sonya, and Sonya cashes in, but then all that stuff happened in real life, and it kind of ruined it, but yeah. It sucks, okay? Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. It's it's bad. We'll find out what happens tonight on Clash of Champions. Maybe something can be salvaged out of this. I doubt it. Um, I feel bad for Otis Summon because, like, he had so much momentum behind him. Like, after, like, the WrestleMania thing, and they gave him the money, the money in the bank, and he was, like, moving along. And all of a sudden, it was just, like, he was just off the show, like, for a while. And then they brought him back randomly. Then he'd be off for a couple weeks. I don't know, man. To me, I just feel like this is – um, I feel like WWE does this with everybody who wins the money in the bank. It's just, like, they'll take him off the show for a little bit, and then, like – randomly they just show up and then like cash in and everybody's supposed to get behind them i feel like vince had it planned in his mind that this was all gonna like coronavirus is all gonna pass over by like september and like probably they're gonna try to cash in then so you get a big crowd pop but clearly that's not gonna be the case and i feel like maybe vince kind of lost some hope in him and lost whatever he thought was cool about otis and that's why i feel like that is probably gonna get taken off of him here soon How do I put this lightly? I was never a fan of it when I first started in the first place. Um, COVID really screwed up Otis because he had a very good storyline when the crowds were around and had that mania moment where he kissed Mandy 
happened in front of a live crowd, it would have been like one of the best moments from this past year. Problem is, no. Um, and then, you know, they, they still kept trying to push him and everything. And ah, man, it just sucks because he's a comedy character, but we've seen people in the past, once they get the briefcase, they start getting pushed in a good direction to where, you know, that you can see them as a credible person to win the title. Like, I remember back in 2012 when Ziggler won the the briefcase. I didn't believe him to be a world champion. That Maybe that's just because I was 14 and naive at the point. But that was just my thinking of it. But over time, like, once he eventually cashed it in, it was like you, you believed it. There's nothing right now that's going with Otis that makes you believe that he he's a world champion. I mean, look at it. Look who's in the main event right now. You have uh, Strowman, Wyatt, Reigns. I mean, do you really fit Otis into that category of a main event star? Because right now, to me, he just seems still like a comedy character. Who's who's the champ on Raw? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like you don't remember. <laughs> it sucks, man. Like the COVID really screwed up a lot of these guys. Screwed up, like I mean, at least Drew gets to wrestle as champ in front of fans now, somewhat on LCD screens, but I don't know. Wrestling just kind of took a downhill turn once COVID happened, and it's just been hard to start watching all over again. Especially some of my favorite stuff. Like, my favorite stuff was, like, NWA and stuff. So, like, that all got kind of too. So, but, yeah, I don't see a comedy character being in the main event right now if they're not going to do anything to really push him as a main event guy because he's not in any way, shape, or form looking like uh, a future champion. Yeah, Chaz, we can't hear you, man. I know you're trying to talk, but you definitely, you definitely are not coming through. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you now. <laughs> okay. I think I was talking Um, yeah, I gotta agree with uh, Brett on this one. Um, yeah, COVID fucked uh, what's his name? Otis right in the ass. Because Otis, uh, I I do believe that Vincent McMahon really probably thought by September. That okay, they'll have this COVID thing down. We can go back to having fans and blah blah blah. Well, that's not the case. Um, yeah, Otis as Money in the Bank is a flop. I'm gonna put it say that it's a flop. Uh, at this point, they're better off with having Miz beat him and take the Money in the Bank briefcase off of him. Uh, I don't see Otis World Champion material at this point in juncture. Now, granted, you know he has until the next year Money in the Bank, but the way WWE is working and the way that, you know, they need people to watch the show. Um, they're going to, they're going to switch things up and Otis is not the draw right now. So I got to agree with everyone saying that, Yeah. This Otis money in the bank has been a flop and it sucks even more because they took Mandy from. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, you did all this chasing of, you know, building up the whole Mandy and Otis thing. Just to you know, put it on raw. Uh, I just 
I'm not understanding. Like, like I said, I haven't like watched in forever. I just keep tabs. I mean, I watch like review shows every time there's a damn thing. I usually watch wrestling with a grin. I just get informed on what's going on. Just half the time it makes zero sense. I mean, I get it. Like money in the bank holder in most cases, it's like, yeah, sure. Um, like you can build them up, but still have them lose so many times to so many different people. So they can establish those people as like contenders when the guy eventually does win the belt. But even then, we don't even have that. So it's not like you can really save anything. It's just, it, no one, the crowd's going to go mild if there is any crowd, if Otis were to cash in. Because it's just, there's nothing to it. I mean, he treats it like a f- fucking lunch. That's the thing I heard, right? He, yeah. He's using a lunchbox. It's like, yeah, he eats food. But like, there's nothing to his character anymore. Just I eat food. I eat, which is such a stupid finish too. <laughs> such a stupid finish. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Uh, yeah, you're right though, man. Like, yeah, Otis has been using the uh, the briefcase as his lunchbox, and his lunchbox as like where the briefcase is being uh, contract is being held, and like. Just different things in different areas. I'm just like, all right, man, I'm like kind of over this. And I'm kind of see like they're trying to do the whole thing where Miz is like suing Otis for the contract. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like it is what it is. We'll find out what happens uh, tonight. Actually, it should be tonight. Well, hopefully that's the story will end and we can just kind of move yeah. on. They're trying to. They're trying to turn chicken shit into chicken salad. And right now it's not being on Miz is probably a better option but like even then you can't really you can't put it on uh oh my god i'm so scared what the heck did you just rise from the pits of hell it's a sunday (laughs) just the way what just happened all right just uh i'm bored oh well ladies and gentlemen damien fatale the Dark Lord himself with the run-in here on the Three Count Podcast. <laughs> it's a Sunday. How'd you come back? I'm like Jesus, son. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, by the way, so we probably should make intros. BRG, our Dark Lord, our Dark Lord, BRG. I forgot you guys haven't met yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, Dark Lord. Pleasure to meet you. I'm BRG. <laughs> Doing my vacation. <laughs> I mean, you. That's a tree. Oh, you're definitely in the middle of nowhere. Yep. I definitely see a bird feeder in there. I see a, I see, <laughs> I see a bird. I see a bird. There's a bird tree. My oh, birdhouse. Wow. Sorry. Um, well, Damien, while you're here, we can get your opinion, man. So uh, we're talking about Otis. Do you think that his uh, run as the Money in the Bank is a flop? <sighs> All right. So if we're going to judge off for now, kind of. Yeah. yeah. 
And we're judging off of now, kinda. Now let's say what ha- see what happens if he catches that. If it's unsuccessful, then it's a fucking horrible idea. Fucking <laughs> idiots. But um, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's. I keep forgetting he has it. Exactly. I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing, though. Man, pessimistic on wrestling and stuff, but like, man, I bet I just there's just nothing good to say about it. I mean, no, it hasn't. I kind of worse and get it. Same. That's what I said. I I just said that. Like they're better off just giving it to Miz and letting Miz have it and have him cash in later down the road. Right. Otis, Otis ain't doing it for me. And it's not his fault, though. That's the bad part. Like, Oh! Uh, geez, looky here! This always happens. We have run-ins all the time. Oh, just- my God. What stories are you going to tell today? Oh, by the way, see? And again, yet again. Oh, yeah, so BRG. We'll introduce you to Lou. Lou? The franchise BRG. See BRG. When we last had you on the show, it was really just like you know myself, Chaz, Josh, and an idol. We added some new members. <laughs> yeah, we, we turned it from a four booth studio to now a seven man show. So yeah. the logo now you just like do little stick figures to add new people. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. That's that's pretty much what it is. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> You guys, all the time. It's like <laughs> these two guys just show up, and I'm just like, "Who are you, people?" <laughs> <laughs> the running is real. <laughs> is of, uh, oh no! I wa- I knocked over my Lego picture of my family. So, Anthony, since you're here, um, yeah, what's your take on Otis? Is it a flop? First off, first off, JJ, take those damn sunglasses off. You look stupid. Secondly, JJ is right with everything he said, but take your goddamn sunglasses off. It's Keep a goddamn He said I was right, though, so. Keep, keep the sunglasses on. I don't want people to see the black eye I gave you. <laughs> damn. So, Anthony, what do you think about Otis? It is a complete flop. And because Vince McMahon is still running a goddamn show. Um, I I wasn't on board with it at first, but then I was like, you know, maybe he's gonna, maybe he'll cash it in for the Intercontinental title or the U.S. Championship. But he's eating out of it. And I'm like, well, this dude's a bum. I used to like Otis. Not no more. Thanks to Vince McMahon. Hey, Anthony, uh, we have a request from a Pedro Trevino saying that you need to take off your hat. He puts some other words in there, but I just refuse to say them. Well, he's My shoulder. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway. So, on yeah, I'm going to take control of my show. Oh, you I'm never had control. control. Stop now. lying. Why are you lying? That's the whole point. That's the gimmick. I see. That's the gimmick, brother. So, 
Uh, next on our topic list, uh, The Rock, um, besides making his, uh, you know, headlines on his, uh, you know, endorsing of the candidacy for the presidential run, he's making more news in the wrestling world. Um, Ken Shamrock is being inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame. Wow. And, uh, well, he, he asked the Why? Uh, no, no, you no, know, stopping you. Why? certain great because Impact does it. I don't know. No, no, why? What, what I don't know he, why. I didn't... The only Hall of Fame he deserves to be in is the UFC, and that's barely. I mean, I wouldn't say barely. I'm, I'm being a dick. I would say barely. Why are you such a hater, Dark Lord? Because I am. Fuck everybody. You know, he's a dick. Well, yeah. So, anyway, let me finish the topic. <laughs> So, okay, sorry, my bad. Good gracious. Man, <laughs> before you go off on your tangent, let me finish what we're talking about. So, All right, fine. Uh, where was I at? Yeah. Ken Shamrock's uh, being inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame, and he asked a certain great one to uh, induct him. And The Rock had said, sure, he'll get right to it. So The Rock will technically be on Impact. He is inducting Ken Shamrock in the Impact Hall of Fame. What are our thoughts on this? Damien, since you already have a very uh, heated opinion on it, you can start this one off. Then after that, uh, Brett, you can go after the Dark Lord. Then after Brett will be Lou the franchise. Then after Lou will be JJ, then Cliff, then myself. I'll give you a shot. You know what? Fuck the rock. What I got to say. Okay. Fuck the rock. Off the rock. Um, uh, hold on. What am I talking about again? <laughs> about Ken Shamrock being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Impact. Oh, yeah. Fuck that nigga. Yeah. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> if he gets inducted, is he going to stop wrestling? That's the only way I'm going to accept it. Last time I saw him, he was trash. Shut he was barely that good and fucking in his prime. God. I mean, he's better than Dan Severin. But God. He's better than Dark Lord. Like hell he is. <laughs> don't get Ken Shamrock fucked up. Please don't get him fucked up. I figured I'd go off a camera to do my shots. I don't want to promote alcoholism. Even though little kids drink. Good for you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's all about kids, man. You didn't know? All right, BRG, give us your. All right, Brett, it's on. Back on the subject. Hold on, I wasn't finished. Well, excuse us then. Um, Run in, take over the whole show. (laughs) Good for him. Uh, I hope he stops wrestling afterwards. Fuck Ken Shamrock. But I'm all for it. Let's fucking go. I'm gonna be the exact opposite on this one. Like, okay, The Rock's gonna be on Impact Wrestling. Congrats. I mean, like, not like Impact has been relevant since 2010 or anything. That's besides the point. Um. No, I mean, like, it's good exposure for them. It's in a time where we need uh, wrestling to be uh, 
you know, uh, as popular as we want it to be. Because as wrestling fans, you know, like, we're, we're back in the 90s, to my understanding, judging on how I was born in 98. Um, wow. <laughs> God, it made me feel old. Thanks. Appreciate but, yeah, that. so, like, uh, it, it was super popular to be a wrestling fan. Nowadays, it's not. So, I mean, like, the more like eyes we have on wrestling no matter what it is i mean the rock's a mainstream star the fact that he's going into impact help builds up impact it gives impact more viewers it means more people are going to watch the product it means there's more opportunities for other wrestlers like myself like and all for it like ken shamrock and inducting hall of fame i mean it's not the wwe hall of fame it's impacts is it really that prestigious of an honor no. i mean it is because someone's getting recognized for their hard work and their accomplishments. So I'm all for it on that because Ken Shamrock's the guy that, like, first crossover star, he, like, led the way, right? Am I am I wrong on that one? Because, like I said, 98. But Ken Shamrock was before Dan Severn, right? Yeah, for, yeah the, I so believe so. Yeah. They were all close together. Okay. But he was, like, one of them that, like, started, like, crossovers for, like, a lot of different stars in general to cross over into the wrestling world. I mean, well, we have had Ronda Rousey come through WWE. Had he? Maybe. Who knows? We can't really say on that. But it's cool. I like Ken Shamrock. He was a great character for sure. So, yeah, all for it. Let's fuck him up. It was all the cocaine. God. Oh my God! What wrestler wasn't on it? Cocaine in the nineties? Please. Oh, nobody was. Everybody was. Trust me, that was the only way for them to get through it. That's quick rude. He, he. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> there was a lot of coke in the nineties. Trust me. Again, quick rude. Oh wait, right. Sorry. Oh my gosh! All right, <laughs> Um, I like it. It, it mean, it's the Rock. The Rock can do whatever The Rock wants because The Rock has grinded enough to be able to be as great as he is. He can go to New Japan if he wants. He can go to AEW if he wants. The fact that he's going to be on uh, Impact is no surprise because it's The Rock. It, he, like, he's, like I said, he can do whatever the hell he wants. And WWE can't do anything really about it. All right, JJ. So, I'm going to agree with Luis here. Um, Dwayne Johnson, his smile can probably cure cancer. Let's be, let's keep it a buck 50. Who doesn't like Dwayne? Boy, Dark Lord down there. He doesn't like anybody. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't count. But who doesn't like Dwayne? That doesn't require oh, what do you. Mean I don't, hold on. What do you mean I don't count? You don't count. I, that. Yeah, I don't think I will come to your school and fuck you up. What part you don't understand about this? Go back to your point. Okay, okay, okay. So, all right, so Dwayne, he has he has the smile to cure cancer. Everybody likes him. This would be good viewers for Impact. Um, 
Uh, I guess that's it. It should have been Dixie! I don't think anybody said that ever. It would be like the ultimate heel turn. Is, like, school really getting to you? Am I being punked? Like, is that... Is it no, I think it's the pressure of school. I think that's what it is. I mean, that statement honestly made me depressed. I know. I think I'm going to go. It's those god, it's that goddamn sunglasses. Take them off so you're smart again. I All told right. you he can. I don't want him to show the, the black eye again. All right, so here's – all right, so I got to address a few points that were kind of addressed, right? One, Ken Shamrock doesn't belong in the UFC Hall of Fame barely. The man legitimately belongs in the UFC, period. Like, that just needs to be brought up. This is Hold the on, his last UFC match, didn't he lose? What's that? Wasn't his last UFC match he, like, lost really badly? Well, to be fair, like, the last MMA fight he had, yes, he did lose to okay. Hoyce Gracie. All right. But, all right, cool. That's all I need to know. But let's not, let's, not, let's not act like, oh, whatever, man. You, Ronda Rousey just got inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame, and she took an L on her last two matches. So let's not, let's not play. Amanda Nunes. As far as, as, far as, as, far as and I kind of feel like. Watch it, Josh. Watch it. We're kind of getting away from, like, the, the point of, like, this main discussion. Like, does Ken Shamrock deserve to be in the Impact Hall of Fame? Of course. He crossed over. He was in WWE. He was a big move there. He wanted The Rock to induct him into the Impact Hall of Fame because The Rock gave him some of his best matches as well as gave him the best advice while he was making his way through WWE. He took some of that knowledge that he had learned and he took it to Impact and he helped himself elevate to the top of a card on his own merit. Yes, I do believe that he belongs in that in that in that category. I mean when you and we look back at some of the people he wrestled and worked with when you talk about Steam, you're talking about Kurt Angle, you know, he legitimately those are guys who are also in impact hall of fame i feel 100 percent that he belongs there and he can he can hold his own because the impact hall of fame list is not that long to begin with so yeah throw ken shamrock in there and you know put some respect on this man's name <laughs> like well, one time he was the world's dangerous man listen his last match on impact in that match with uh sammy callahan in the north was not his best work but let's not act like his best work doesn't get his best work shouldn't be noted because he's definitely put on some banger matches. Okay, here's my counter argument with that. What has he done in Impact? He was the Impact Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, that was a that was a pity gift. We're talking about really what has he done in Impact? I mean, he stayed at that company while it was going through its ups and downs. Like he okay, I'll give him that. Him, he stayed loyal to the. Well, so then, basically, what you're saying this is a pity induction. Because most of his work was it in very well I'm just saying, I get it that he's getting in for his work, but it's not an impact. <laughs> just saying. Look, I'm just saying, impact needs impact needs to induct someone in the Hall of Fame. Ken Shamrock has been in for a long time. They're like, I get it. Ken, no, you're no, I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. This it's my thing is, I guess if he was if he did that much in impact. How come an Impact star is not inducting me? Or why is it WWE's former WWE's? It's Sugar Ray Dixie. Well, I think I think to be fair, in that point, man, it's just that when you see someone like, you know, Ken Shamrock said it, like, his best matches came with with Dwayne. So to have The Rock like induct him, I think it 
and to BRG's point, it's a it's a barrier breaker, right? Because we've known Dwayne to be a WWE guy who broke into main films, and to have him cross over and be like, "Hey, man, like, here's a friend of mine that I truly appreciate. I'm going to help him induct induct him." It just gets more eyes on Impact, so it helps elevate Impact because now you have someone like The Rock coming on here, and just even if it's a video promo for Ken, it's better than nothing. But I'm going to be a nice fair, person, and I agree because I like him. To it's, be fair, I mean, you could have had – and I think because Kurt is still probably currently under WWE's contract. I don't know if he's been released or not. But Sting Sting could have been another person he could have inducted. But ultimately, it's just – it's what Ken wanted. And, I mean, I don't – if you could have the top star, like the world's most paid actor come and induct you in the Hall of Fame, why not? Oh, no, it's smart. I didn't say it wasn't smart. It's very smart. Impact might go broke after this, but it was smart. <laughs> like, I mean, you've seen people in the past get, uh, you know, induct uh, people in WWE's Hall of Fame that, like, aren't even under contract. Like, you saw Lyndon McMahon come back for Ultimate Warrior. You saw Rock <laughs> come back for... Whoever, uh, I forget who he even came back for. We saw Cornette <laughs> like bury his problems with WWE just to come back and induct the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, it's more so just a, a courtesy because these guys are getting a tremendous honor. I mean, The Rock's always been a stand-up guy, at least in the media's eyes. So, I mean, why wouldn't he want to induct somebody, especially if it's a big moment for them? I mean, it was like it was reported earlier this year, before like the whole COVID thing shut down WrestleMania, that Jushin Thunder Liger was going to be inducted into WWE's Hall of Fame. He wrestled mm-hmm. one match at WWE, like and yeah, I, this like one. it's it's let's be real, it's no, Jushin Thunder Liger, but like he yeah, you're right. He only wrestled one. He didn't do anything of impact in WWE to get that. I mean, Sting got nom- got inducted into the to the Hall of Fame, and what did Sting do at WWE? Abdullah the Butcher got inducted, and he never wrestled a single match. And he's not. That's my. Trump was in the Hall of Fame too. If we're gonna. So as far as like impact goes, though, man, I'm just like. Drew Carey is in the Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Express. Drew Carey at least wrestled more than. <laughs> Drew Carey wrestled longer than. Some of the guys that are inducted at WWE's Hall of Fame. That is true. Right. But, you know, that's like our president. WCW. That's a, that's Trump a took over goddamn Raw and had no commercial breaks. I remember that. What a great time. What were we saying, BRG? I mean, it, it, it's like, look at the whole reason they have that in general. It's, it's a promotional tactic. It's to get celebrity eyes on the product itself. It's a business move. That's the whole reason they have a celebrity ring in general in the Hall of Fame. So, like, this is just another business move for Impact. That's it. It's, like, the I mean, and it looks good for Impact. I don't know what Dwayne's getting out of it. I think he's just doing it to be a nice guy. But, like, he's a mainstream star promote, helping promote uh, a wrestling company that's, like, way past its peak at this point. And he's trying to help. I don't, you know what though, man? I have to. Uh, I I'm not gonna be combative about this, but I will say, Impact has been coming along. Like we got turned back over to Impact because of one of the guys on our show, and we started watching. Impact's wrestling has been phenomenal. 
It's I, unfortunate. It's on Access TV, and people really can't watch it. But yeah. it legitimately, like, it's. I look forward to Tuesday. I because because of Raw, I legitimately look forward to Tuesday. So I'm like, all right, Monday night is gonna suck. I'm just looking forward to Tuesday because it gets me ready for Wednesday and the both wrestling shows that go on there. But Impact's wrestling on Tuesday is lit. And don't get me wrong when I say that, like, it's. The point I'm saying is, like, it's struggling. I'm not saying that the wrestling product itself is bad. It's the fact that, like you said, it's hard to watch. And they don't they don't have the, the viewers they used to because they are on access. It's not like they're on, when they were on Spike and they had, like, a major network that they could promote everything on. Yeah, I feel like um, Sinclair. Sinclair Broadcasting needs to get back into like, it. Really quick, one of our viewers that are watching this right now says, the way I see it is WWE inducted several talent that never set foot in the WWE, so why can't Impact have some dude just say words? Because nobody wants to hear him talk. That's why, you dumbass. Everybody wants to hear the rock talk. <laughs> uh, I could do without it. Anyway. Wayne's voice could probably cure cancer. And millions of The Rocks fans will be watching Impact to see him say a video. Unfortunately, I was not going to watch it because, you know, you guys are going to be making me watch it. Exactly. So, um, let me give my my, uh, two cents on it, then we'll go right into the uh, power ranking. So, um, I think this is good business as far as Impact's concerned. It gives them eyes on the – it's going to put eyes on Impact. Um, anything with Dwayne's name on it, eyes will just go right to it. We see every time that The Rock shows up on a Monday Night Raw or any WWE show, period, people sh- – you know, viewers go up because of The Rock. The Rock's going to be on there. Oh, my goodness. What's about to happen? So, um I think for Impact, this is a good look. It's a good move. Um, Access TV is going to probably have their most view viewers on the network, and uh, Twitch is probably going to break just because of The Rock. So with that being said, I think it's, it's a good move. I'm all, all for it. Um, as far as, you know, with The Rock being uh, inducting Ken Shamrock into the Hall of Fame, I got to agree it's no different than having, you know, when Flair came into – uh, when he got came back from Impact to do the uh, Four Horsemen uh, Hall of Fame induction, Flair was under contract with Impact, so and he was getting inducted. So I, I really, I, I don't find that argument any legs for really for it to stand on as far as like oh he's it's a WWE guy and all that. But um, yeah, it's good good for Ken Shamrock being inducted, and uh, yeah. So we're gonna move on now. You suck, by the way. I'm going to ignore Josh. Uh, So now it's time. You better not ignore me. I won't ignore you, Dark Lord. You're scary looking. So with that being said, (laughs) we're going to move on down to the greatest segment in all three podcasts. It's time for the Red Dogs Power Ranking. Yay. (laughs) Keep it real, Red Dog. Keep it real. All right, so let's get this started, right? So number 10, man, we're just going to get right into it because last week we had this huge debate, and I'm very curious to see how this debate's going to go this week. So number 10, we're going to get into it. It was Shinsuke Nakamura because that was my favorite match from SmackDown. So that definitely gets a start. Number nine, we are looking at Mr. 
Brody Lee because yeah, it was fire to watch. Number oh. eight, Tommaso Ciampa. I just like the match. Yay. Number seven, I can't wait to hear the boo on this one, Candice LeRae. Oh, oh like my God. I like that. Oh. <laughs> Number God. six. Uh, can't lie, I really like their matchup. Although I don't, I'm kind of curious to what the story goes with them. Andrade and uh, Angel Garza. They was okay. Great. I can live with that. Number five, I got to give it up to one of my favorite wrestlers and one of my favorite female wrestlers in any promotion. So give it up for Tennille Dashwood makes this list. Are you lucky I like her. God, I feel so sorry for her though. Being in Planned Parenthood. She's ups and downs. That's all she is. Number four, though, we got to give it up to the, probably the best matchup that I thought was on Impact um, in the female division. So, Susie, she makes the list. So okay. I'm, I'm excited for her. Uh, number three, I'm going to be honest, this was my favorite matchup of probably of the week, um, but it definitely, as far as merit goes, I was definitely excited to see Mr. K-O-R, Kyle O'Reilly makes this list. Okay. Uh, all I can't right. wait. I can't wait till see uh, NXT. So right. I'm looking forward to that too. Number two, um, I, for let's be real, and the way and the reason why this makes this list right from the time that it had from and to the way it finished, this was like probably the best segment in all of AEW. Uh, John Moxley uh, list, but John Moxley wouldn't make this list if it wasn't for, and maybe he makes this list. It'd probably be further down on this, but if it wasn't for uh, that promo right at the beginning, was just so lit. I was like, yo, and I was on board. I was sold the whole way. You know, I believed Eddie the whole time. I was like, yo, I, I feel like Kingston could win this match. So I definitely loved their matchup. And then number one, let's talk about the best three-way match that happened, right? Um, if you guys weren't watching on Impact, uh, TJP, Chris Bay, Trey Miguel, uh, just a phenomenal matchup between all three. Trey came out with a win, so Trey also earns the number one spot, which if you guys are paying attention from last week to this week, he had the number two spot last week in his match. He has the number one spot this week, so let's see, man. This is, this is great work from him, so I'm definitely appreciative of him. So, my only problem with your power rankings is that Candice LeRae is on there. Y'all know I, how, how much I hate Johnny Gargano's wife. Um, I don't know her personally, but I hate her personally. You know, for having a – for you saying that AEW put on a better show, you had a lot more WWE stuff on your power rankings this week. To be fair, I also had a lot more impact than both of them. Exactly. Ooh, look at you. Look at you, looking so blue, about to give you the flu. Oh. I mean, to be – okay, and, and I'm, I'm glad you put that out there, Anthony, because four – in the top five, four of the top matches were from Impact, uh, NXT and Raw, NXT, NXT, AEW, AEW, and then uh, – I'm sorry, three of the – three to five spots were from uh, Impact with John Moxley having a top spot from AEW in that war. So, I mean, we could talk about that, but – you know. It's cool. <laughs> Just the shaking of the head. It, yeah. Between three shows, and between three shows, Ross, NXT, and SmackDown, WWE had a few matches on there, and AEW and Impact pretty much just kind of ran the show, so. 
like, I mean, you can like rank, you can power rank them all, all you want when it comes to like match quality and everything. Like match quality is great, but at the end of the day, if you're not remembering, I've seen a million great matches, but I mean, I remember the ones that had the good moments in them. Like, I mean, I, I've watched Gargano and Ricochet. Great match. Loved it. Here's the thing. It's not fucking memorable to me. Right. You don't remember a look at shit that they did. The only thing I can remember is the ending, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember I remember that moment when uh, Johnny was like, I win. And then he did the DDT. And then Ricochet sold the shit out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Who's Rakakit again? Huh? Who was Rakakit again? Rakakit. <laughs> uh, thanks for bringing that back up. Now I gotta call him Rakakit more often. Now. You're welcome. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, that's the show, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, to be make sure for all our Facebook uh live viewers, if you're still with us, thanks for staying uh tuned in. Um, we will be live tweeting uh. Class of Champions uh, tonight. Um, we'll see how that uh, show goes. So definitely tune in on a, on Twitter at Three Count Pod, um, so you can see the live tweets. Um, you know how the live tweets get; uh, they get real crazy. So definitely uh, tune in on Twitter and check us out on there. So, with that being said, I want to give a huge shout out to the notorious BRG Brett Ryan Goslin being on the show man thanks for filling in for us that was me yeah I'm, I'm happy yeah this was fun always enjoy it always enjoy talking wrestling uh, oh yeah and you're always you're always welcome here bro always welcome here also you guys make me feel so welcome while you're while you're here victorious hmm? why don't you tell our listeners where they can our listeners and our viewers where they can find you also oh victorious underscore brg on all platforms, you can see my beautiful, beautiful face. And uh, you can uh, tweet at me and tell me how much you love me or hate me. And I'll probably have like some smart-ass comment to give right back at you. Just please don't have a profile picture that makes it so easy to make fun of you. That's all I ask if you're going to decide to come at me. That's besides the point. It's always fun being on the uh, – on here with you guys. You guys always make me feel welcome. And the fact that we've never met in person, I can say that really says a lot. Facts, facts. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So, that being said, I am Chaz Evans, your boy, your nephew, your cousin, the Don, the host, the icon, the Red Dragon, the Karate Kid, all that in between. Here with the Red Dog, Clifford Miller. Here with the Napster himself, J.J., Luda franchise and the Dark Lord himself, the supervillain Damien Fatal. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Three Count Podcast. Tune in next time for our episode. Be there or be somewhere else. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want you to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod, 
Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.